0: Hello, I'm Darren Steele, and this is The Living Out Podcast. On the show, I talk about issues surrounding social justice and LGBTQ issues, personal growth, and thinking more queerly. Queer thought leadership to help people use their difference to make a difference. Now today, I actually want to talk about habits habits and behaviors, and while this might not be purely LGBTQ, this is something that applies to all of us as human beings, right? There are two simple words that we can use that, when used, can really help us stay true to habits or new behaviors that we want to form. And a failure to use them or using other words that maybe we've been taught to use in place to reinforce habits or to to stop doing the things that we don't want to do anymore results in much lower compliance. So this is about why saying I can't or no won't help change behaviors. And I think back to an episode I recorded, saying yes to everything will get you nothing you want. And that was episode 68. Now I had been back and forth, um, both in uh, a coaching session with a client and in some email, helping him work through some of these issues about constantly saying yes. And for him, Sure, it's part of being a pleaser, but it's also the seeking of opportunity, of expanding himself and and wanting to be more involved and wanting to make a difference. And so when you've got that combination of a personality type where you do want to help, you want to make a difference, and you're someone who is known for getting results and highly intelligent, you are one, extending yourself You're offering what you do, your assistance, your thoughts, to other people. And other people know that you're a known commodity, that you're someone who can get the job done, that you're someone that can be dependent upon. But that can make life very difficult, especially if you're not attending to what's most important to you, and especially if you find it really difficult to say no. And saying no with respect to habit formation or changing behaviors, I've recently discovered is not the best word that you want to use. Well, and here's why. I'm going to leave a link to this article. It's called The Simple Neuroscience of Saying No by Dax Moy. Dax, I think, is an absolutely brilliant coach. He was a very highly sought-after Uh, personal trainer, opened up his own gym and then started studying neuroscience and then started coaching, works with uh, famous people all over the world and does a lot of one-on-one work and some small group teaching of the way in which he approaches um, coaching and helping other coaches and then helping his, his clients understand that how they think, the conscious and the unconscious aspects of how they think are going to influence what they want out of life and being aware of our our limitations what we can control and what is very difficult for us to actually control so in the conversation i was having with my client we were talking about the difference between short-term discomfort versus long-term regret Now, Brene Brown uses this example, and it's a really gorgeous example, and I believe it's in her five- or six-hour audio training, um, The Power of Vulnerability, I believe it's called. She gives a perfect example of, um, you know, she's a mother, and her girl is in uh, school, and this may be like a grade one or a grade two class, and the parents were all required to bring some food or a dessert for, I guess, a PTA meeting, and... She really wasn't able to. So she told a white lie. But the way the story goes, she actually got caught up in that lie and tried to make a joke of it. But the people that she told this white lie to judged her and thought she was actually kind of a terrible mother for doing this. So that act of her not saying no or what she wasn't going to do and, and why she couldn't do it is uncomfortable to do in the moment for many people, for many of us, but even more so for people that are, you know, type A, high achievers, and yes, people that always want to step in, take control, bring their knowledge to the situation. But that short-term discomfort can completely allay, can completely resolve the long-term regret. So, Have you or are you someone who says yes to everything, but then later on you're like, oh my God, why did I say yes? I don't have any time. I have too much to do. I don't like doing this work or I don't want to do this for this person anymore, but I've committed and now I can't back out. The challenge is learning how to say, sorry, I can't do this right now or I can't do this because... And the two words in that sentence, which are the most important, are I can't. So what's really interesting in this article is that it's written in a way about the choices that we make for ourselves. And when somebody asks you, for example, for help, there's a difference between saying I can't or no. And I don't. So I don't is a form of self definition. I don't drink Southern Comfort. <laughs> if you don't know what Southern Comfort is, <laughs> it's a sweet, perfumey smelling, cheap alcohol that was the first alcohol i ever got drunk on before i was of legal drinking age and it made me so sick to this day the smell of it makes me want to vomit that's a very easy example of i don't drink that defines me right i mean we are defined by small and large things but ultimately it's the small things that accumulate and make us really who we are so i don't drink southern comfort Right, And and in the most realistic sense, I could say I I can't because it'll make me sick. But I can't includes the possibility of I can or I could. I don't is definitive and defining. So I can say truthfully, I don't smoke. I've never been a tobacco smoker. I've never been addicted to cigarettes. I don't smoke. It's part of who I am. I don't like it. I don't think it's good for me. I know it's not good for me. I've made that choice. I don't do it. It's very different than saying, if you're a smoker, for example, no, I don't want to have a cigarette right now. Actually, I should correct that because that that's actually a confusing sentence in the neuroscience because you're saying no and you're saying I don't. You're saying no thank you as a feeling of no not right now. But ask me again in five minutes and so let me see what I feel. Saying, I can't smoke a cigarette right now could be sort of a logical truth in the sense that you might be inside a building and there's no smoking allowed. So you're saying, I can't smoke in the building because, So you see, I can't allows for the possibility of a because. I can't smoke right now because smoking is not permitted in the building. However, I can smoke nine meters away from the entrance to this building. At least that's the law in in Toronto. You have to be so far away from the entrance of a building to smoke outside. I can't also hold a host of sort of negative, icky feelings like, I can't smoke right now. So maybe you feel like you're judging yourself, self-judgment. Maybe you feel like it, it's, it's a weakness, like I, I want to smoke right now, but I can't smoke right now, or I'm, I'm trying not to smoke right now, or it's a limitation, like I can't smoke right now because I'm in a non-smoking environment, but jeez, I really want to have that cigarette, or it's denial of something that you really want to have that you believe you want. Whereas going back to that, I don't, I don't smoke. Hey, would you like a cigarette? Thank you, but I don't smoke bam, it's... What else is there within that? So the interesting uh, thing in this article, The Simple Science of Saying No, is that uh, DAX cites a a number of uh, uh, this research where they did a a study of a small group of people into three groups. They had a a control group, um, and they had a particular temptation, so they measured responses when people were instructed to just say no. No. And then in the second group, they were instructed to say, I can't. And the third group was instructed to say, I don't. So for example, I don't eat chocolate or I don't miss my planned workouts whenever they were tempted by something that might lead them astray from doing something. So what was really interesting was the level of compliance. The, the control group, saying no, only 30% of the members lasted for this 10-day measurement period. And in the I can't group, only 10%. So that's interesting. So 3 out of 10, or 30% of the people in the just say no group, were able to maintain their choice for the 10-day period people who said, I can't, it was only 10% success. So saying I can't is like a complete wash. And right, and remember, I just talked about those emotional triggers. I think that's really what's going on in some of the ancient parts of the brain, like the, the uh, mammalian parts of the brain where we're seeking comfort. So saying I can't, the mammalian brain is like, what? No, I want to feel good. Don't tell me I can't. I want this thing. Now, the interesting statistic was that the I don't group persisted with their choice of what they weren't going to do 80% of the time over the 10-day period. And that's huge, absolutely massive. Now, how easy is it to change To flip that switch in your head so that you make definitive declarations about what you don't do when you're seeking to achieve your goals, to make an outcome, your objectives, when you're seeking to improve or introduce and solidify new habits and behaviors. It's very different to say, I don't drink coffee versus I can't drink coffee because that almost implies right now or at the moment or because I have a sore stomach or because I've already had five cups and if I have any more, I won't be able to sleep today. And I don't, in a social situation, almost sets up a bit of a limitation or a barrier to more probing more questions so if someone asks you would you be able to help me do ABC would you be able to do this for me because I know you're really good at it and it's a situation where you actually have the control let's say it's not your boss not a workplace so going back to that moment of temporary discomfort versus long-term regret you could say I'm sorry I don't have time to do this right now i appreciate you thinking of me that second bit is just sort of the social nicety to keep people within your social framing and you're not being mean to them but they can respect that you have clearly given them a declaration an answer about what you are and are not able to do Thank you for thinking of me. I, unfortunately, or I don't have time to help you with this project at this time. You could then quickly change the subject. Ask them about how the work is coming along or ask them about something else that's in your, you know, uh, realm of conversation that you speak about with that person. So you kind of like deflect and move into something else. A moment of discomfort to alleviate the long-term regret in a situation where you're either previously always a yes person or when you're seeking to make that habit stick, when you're working towards your goal. And just to wrap up, how does this apply to goals? Because this makes sense for habits and behaviors like... I don't smoke, or I don't drink coffee, or I don't drink more than two cups of coffee in the morning. Um, saying I don't is important to all those possible distractions of, of work or other people asking you to do things or demands on your time. When you're working on some bigger goal, whatever that goal in your life may be, knowing when to say no in, in the largest sense is is so important to achieving your own goals, outcomes, and successes in life. Knowing when to say yes is also important because I I mentioned this in my, my, my podcast, how saying yes is a great way to allow opportunity into your life, but you need to say yes to what serves you first, what takes care of you. You need to get your own needs met first, and sometimes your own needs are being able to say, I don't. Because when you say, I don't, you're declaring who you are, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And when you have those things clearly defined, it is much easier to say yes to the things that will allow you to work within your boundaries to serve and protect the needs of who you are and your identity and to get to where you want to go with as little regret or as frustration as possible. I hope this has been helpful and if you've got a situation that you've been struggling with and you want to make a change substitute I don't for that thing you no longer wish to be doing even even if you're still doing it track yourself write it down on a post-it note. I don't, whatever that is, and repeat it. Repeat it often. Repeat it over 10 days. Start noticing. Does it make a difference? And I would love to have you tweet at me or leave me a comment on the uh, blog post episode and let me know how it went for you. As always, live out and live proud.